You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode, we'll look at Wednesday's games before looking ahead to Thursday's games and some DFS tips. So let's start by recapping Wednesday's results. Well, the Dodgers open up with a 15-3 win over the Braves. Braves still lead the series two games to one. This was a must-win game for the Dodgers, and they did before the Braves even had a chance to come to bat, scoring 11 runs in the top of the first inning. 16 hits, 8 walks, five home runs. The Braves couldn't get the Dodgers out on this night, at least not before things got out of hand. And admittedly, that surprised me somewhat because Kyle Wright had been quite effective in his past three starts uh, for the Braves, but he also wasn't facing the Dodgers. Wright ended up allowing seven runs in just two-thirds of an inning. Ouch. Uh, And Grant Dayton, the first one out of the the bullpen, he gave up eight runs in two innings uh, before the Atlanta bullpen settled down. This was kind of a worst-case scenario for Atlanta. Coming into the playoffs, the question was whether they had enough in the starting rotation. Max Fried, Ian Anderson, and then it got to Wright. And, and when he exceeded expectations in the division series, you know maybe you could be uh, tricked into thinking that everything was all right. But uh, Wright was brought back to earth in a hurry in the National League Championship Series. And now we have a series. If the Dodgers had lost Game 3, it would have been a steep hill to climb. But now they have a chance to get even in Game 4. Over to the American League Championship Series, where the Astros won 4-3 over the Rays. The Rays still lead the series three games to one. Houston managed to win game four to stay alive, but they were never comfortably ahead. They got up 1-0, 2-0, then they were tied 2-2, then up 4-2 before the Rays scored one in the ninth, and they had Willie Adamas on third base when the final out was recorded. Felt like Houston was going to win, but it got awfully tight there at the end. I went on for a while in yesterday's podcast about how the Astros probably deserved better than being down three games to none, and they probably deserved better than being down three games to one, but that is a situation in which they find themselves now, and it will be interesting to see if they can somehow prolong this series. If they manage to win game five, it might get a little bit interesting. So now let's look at Wednesday's stars, and not surprisingly, there's a lot of Dodgers in a 15-3 win. So, start with Dodgers shortstop, Corey Seager, who went 3-for-4, scored three runs, had three RBIs and a home run in that win. Seager is now 10-for-20 in his past five games. He's heating up when the Dodgers need him most, and as I've mentioned several times, this has been Seager's best season as a major leaguer. Dodgers first baseman, Max Muncy, was 2-for-4, scored two runs, had four RBIs on a home run. And and there's kind of an all-or-nothing element to Muncy, but it tends to work out in his favor. After his grand slam against the Braves uh, in Game 3, he's now slugging 538 in the playoffs. Uh, Dodgers center fielder Cody Bellinger was 2-for-4, scored two runs, had two RBIs and a home run in that 15-3 win. And this is after a disappointing regular season, but Bellinger's rounding into form. He has a 955 OPS in the postseason and has an extra base hit in four of the past five games. Dodgers outfielder Jock Peterson was 4-for-6, scored a run, had three RBIs with a home run, and he was virtually a non-factor uh, before uh, last night's game. And so he erupted then for a 4-for-6 performance. That's a 
oh, a big a big night, and oh great, say the Braves, we have another Dodgers bat to worry about. Uh, one more for the Dodgers, starting pitcher Julio Urias. Uh, not a ton of great pitching performances, so this one will have to do. He went five innings, gave up three hits, two walks, uh, one earned run, struck out five, and he's given up just one that one earned run in 13 innings so far this postseason. That makes a difference, especially from a guy who's not really top of the rotation. That's this is what we call quality depth. Uh, now, some other stars uh, from last night's game, and we head to Houston. Uh, outfielder George Springer was 3-4, for four, scored a run, two RBIs, uh, had the go-ahead home run uh, in that 4-3 win against Tampa Bay. Springer somehow has to walk more. He, he's steadfastly refusing. He has one walk so far in the playoffs. But he's hitting 289 with an 830 OPS uh, and came through with a home run when the Astros needed it. Um, but it would be nice to have him on base a little bit more. Houston second baseman, Jose Altuve, two for four, one run scored, two RBIs, another home run uh, in that win against Tampa Bay. In the past six games, Altuve, five home runs, hitting 440 with a 1597 OPS. Sure, he may, he may not be able to throw the ball, but the man's hitting, and uh, this is on the heels of what was a really disappointing regular season. Uh, and we'll go with Houston starting pitcher Zach Greinke. He went six innings, gave up five hits, one walk, two earned runs, struck out seven in that win. And now Granke has a 4.30 ERA through three postseason starts, which is hardly impressive. But he talked his way into staying in the game for six full innings uh, against Tampa Bay uh, and managed to get the job done. And uh, given that the Astros were down three games uh, to none, uh, they needed somebody to take charge uh, and lead them to victory, and I would say Greinke at least uh, pulled his weight in that regard. So coming up next, let's look at Thursday's matchups along with some DFS tips. Rock Auto is an online parts source where you can get just about anything for any type of vehicle. I'm pretty much incompetent when it comes to doing things with my car. I I put gas in it, I can put air in the tires, uh, but that's about it. I'm I'm limited. Uh, So I leave it to my mechanic most of the time. But my father-in-law is a do-it-yourself wizard. He's rebuilt a bunch of cars, including a vintage Jaguar and at least one BMW. This is the site for him. He has great prices on an incredible variety of parts. And having access to such a vast parts repository has its advantages. Need an ignition starter switch for a Lexus SUV? I did a while back. Let me tell you, the day that it died in the middle of a car wash? Not my favorite. But the click of a mouse, handful of options are ready on Rock Auto. About brake pads for a 2002 Acura RSX. They've got those too. I mean, you'll find what you need because they have an amazing selection for just about any kind of vehicle at reliably low prices. They have all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. Show is at LO underscore fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to fire off an email, Send it to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. So now, let's take a look at Thursday's matchups. Start with Houston. Luis Garcia starting at plus 125 against Tampa Bay and John Curtis on the mound. It's a weird time in baseball. In the playoffs, in the before times, and this is pretty much all of baseball, uh, teams would not go into uh, a critical uh, game in a playoff series uh, and not have a starting pitcher uh, going, but... You know, maybe it would be their fourth starter uh, and with a short leash, but that's not what's happening now. Uh, teams are in a critical playoff moment. They're turning to bullpen games, and 
if they don't trust their starting pitchers in the middle or the bottom of their rotations. Uh, and this is where we are. The Rays uh, sending John Curtis up against uh, Luis Garcia. Uh, Curtis had a strong season out of the bullpen, had a 1.80 ERA, 0.96 whip, but he hardly ever goes more than a couple of innings. Uh, and that's probably going to be the case Thursday. And then, you know, it's going to be a parade of, of bullpen arms. And certainly bullpen arms have been really uh, crucial uh, to the Rays' success. But uh, it also can be hard to, uh, to trust because you're going to see five, six, seven guys uh, over the course of that game. Uh, and Garcia is a 23-year-old who pitched like a dozen innings for the Astros this season. He was reasonably effective, but come on, it was 12 and a third innings. Uh, he can throw hard but also as a five-pitch repertoire. And in any case, I like the Astros as an underdog because, as I've mentioned several times, I think they've deserved better in this series. Uh, in this game, I think it's uh, pretty much a toss-up, so getting Garcia as, uh, at plus 125 for the Astros uh, makes a little bit of sense. Then uh, we have the Atlanta Braves with Bryce Wilson on the mound, uh, plus 185 against the Dodgers and Clayton Kershaw. The Dodgers certainly should be favored and probably favored significantly. But Kershaw's coming off a back injury, so who knows how long he lasts in this game. Is it enough to like him and take him at minus 225? Well, not for me. Um, and I don't have high expectations for the Braves' bullpen. Uh, I mean, Bryce Wilson had a 1.72 whip, so you have, you have no real reason to think that he's going to uh, keep the Dodgers locked down. Uh, it, but I also don't imagine that Wilson is going to go too deep in this game. So we'll see how the bullpen holds up for Atlanta. Uh, and... Again, if you're going to take this game, it's because the Braves maybe don't deserve to be uh, near 2-1 to one underdogs. Uh, so now let's check out a few DFS tips for Thursday. Uh, and if I'm liking Braves, here we go. Uh, Atlanta second base, Johan Camargo, $3,100 against uh, Kershaw and the Dodgers. Camargo made his first appearance playing third base in the NLCS in Game 3. And he was 1-4 for four with a double. If he's back in the lineup again... Uh, that's a pretty nice price uh, for somebody who could be a contributor uh, offensively. Uh, Atlanta shortstop, Dansby Swanson, $3,900 against Kershaw. Now, Swanson was 0-4 for 4 in Game 3. He still has an 802 OPS in the postseason, uh, had a productive regular season, uh, has a little bit of pop uh, as a right-handed hitter going against a left-handed pitcher, uh, worth consideration. Uh, Atlanta outfielder Marcelo Zuna, $4,100 Uh on DraftKings, and he was 0, he's 0 for 8 in the past two games. His playoff OPS has shrunk down to 565, but Ozuna had a 1067 OPS this season with 18 home runs. Uh, as that price keeps coming down, uh, there's a chance that he you know starts connecting and, and you you get a good payout. Uh, and one more, we'll go with Houston outfielder Kyle Tucker, $3,500 against Tampa Bay, uh, and their bullpen game starting with John Curtis. Now Tucker's hitting 333 in the playoffs. It's just that they're all singles. Uh, but he had an 837 OPS during the season, so he does have extra, extra base power. And he can run. He had eight stolen bases and six triples this year. Uh, so uh, I like Kyle Tucker at a real bargain price because uh, he, he's a contributor in that Houston lineup, but there's upside for him to be uh, a star as well. So that'll do it for today. I'll be back Friday as we continue through the league championship series. And who knows? Maybe we'll be burying the Astros. Find us, subscribe, and rate on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now tell your smart device, play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Stay safe, enjoy the playoffs, and stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.